Mike and JF, uh, it's about 4 a.m. I was just doing some secret uh, breathing techniques to release the naturally occurring uh, DMT and endocannabinoids in my uh, body. I was having a pretty good time. I felt pretty relaxed, and I threw on an episode of your podcast. And uh, Mike, I believe, was talking about something, and halfway through his sentence, somebody pressed play on a Kickstarter video and it sounded like there was a voice coming from behind me and uh, obviously I thought there was an intruder in my house and it completely ruined my night. So, thanks guys. Hey everybody, welcome to YKS the podcast. Don't look behind you, there's a monster guy back there doing something or other. Right? Okay, Mike just did. Mike, what's up? Just my cat back there. Yeah. Well, she ain't doing nothing. No, she's not. She's not hurting anybody. She's just <laughs> doing her thing. CEO at doing her thing. Mike's cat. Uh, well, Mike, it's Saturday afternoon. You know what that means. Time to record the show. So let's get everybody caught it's up. My, it's my what... it's my favorite part of the fucking week. Yeah. We actually record multiple days, so it's not even. Yeah. Can't even say that anymore. It's. Well, I mean, we should do it on just one day. Do you want to just do it on one day? Fuck no. Waste my whole fucking day yeah. doing this shit. Right. Like, I got anything else going on. Well, come on. Waste my time. Come I can't on. waste my time doing this show. I got so much uh, things going on. I was just telling life. you before we got started that you're, because of course now with, with this crazy stuff that's going on in this crazy world, which is cake, by the way, I just found out, the whole earth is cake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, that's a reference that's going to stay solid for a long time, I feel. When you're listening to this yeah. in 2025, what are the, right. the cake? Yeah. Looking it up. Oh, the one time on Twitter there was some cakes. People were cutting some stuff and they looked like other objects. Yeah. Really good. Turned out to be cake. So that's a <laughs> deep dive. Um, but I was telling you before we got started, uh, we've got this window into you know, your living room here that I'm seeing. And it's looking absolutely spotless. So I, I submit that you do have something to do, in fact. And it seems like it's cleaning your house, every inch of your house, from top to bottom. That's right. Yeah. So. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a neat freak. Yeah. Guilty as charged. Right. You're not. No, come on. You're, come on. No, I'm a but you do keep, slob, dude. You do keep a tidy home. Come on. Goddamn dishes piled up in the sink. Is that true? Somebody get on these fucking dishes. Can I see them? No, come on. Let me see. It's the not dishes. a lot. It's like it's like a it's a, pe- a, a cookie sheet. Cookie sheet. Okay, those um, are annoying. Um, some bowls. That's bowls. about it. Okay, because you got to put the you got to put the clean dishes away that are in the dishwasher. That's I just haven't done that. That's the best. That's the best part. I think putting the clean dishes away is the best part to you. Yeah. We're so, we're so we're so not alike. We are so not. We're so opposite. But guess what? Yeah. I like putting the clean dishes away. You like putting the dirty ones in. That's Match right. Match made in heaven. Match That's made right. in heaven. 
Yeah, so we're just we're just sucked in together. We're just fit like two puzzle pieces. The normal way to say that. Um, yeah, man. Um, I've been. Uh, what have you been up to? Yeah, yeah. You've been doing some woodworking, huh? You've been in the shop. Wood. I've been doing some woodworking. I'm in the shop. I'm in the lab. Posted the pic on the YKS Instagram. Everybody yeah, let I, me hear my bullshit. Um, I like they got that. in I like my shit. I like when you post stuff on the YKS Instagram because I get all the notifications for it, and then I can't <laughs> check them because then they're all for you, right? So if, if somebody says oh. something on the YKS Instagram, I can't click on it. So now I just have these uh, notifications on the thing because you don't you don't check them. You just post and you leave because you're like too good for these fucking guys. Well, oh, yeah. I don't. Well, the, here's my problem with it: is is Instagram? Sh- they show the people when you look at it. So if someone just sends an emote to a story, this is this is I'm a, one million years old. Someone sends an emote to a story, then I send an emote back to them, just acknowledging them. And it's like, man, this is yeah. a lot of work. It's like, where do you? What's the what's the because if I was what's them, the expectation here, you know, if I sent an emote to somebody's story and then I saw that they clicked on it just to clear the notification and didn't respond to me, I'd be like, ugh, yeah. You look like an asshole. No matter what you do, you look like a fucking asshole. Yeah, so I'm just I'm gonna stop using it. I'm just gonna stop using it because you know the other thing is is people are zooming in on the picture. People are saying you're not doing that right. People are saying what's your problem. You know? Yeah. So yeah, I screenshotted something yesterday that somebody said, and I was gonna send it to you, but I would be like, no, it hurt his feelings. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, you did screenshot our Twitter DM and send that to the Discord, though. That was nice of you. <laughs> so the the kindness doesn't extend all the way to every well, platform that necessarily. that was good because that was me. That was me. I drank a <laughs> bottle of gin and I go, I messaged you at, what, 6 a.m.? And I said, yeah. hey, I love you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and when I, it took me all day to respond to that. Do you know why? Why? Do you, you know have why? a normal life? No. Is that why? No, I saw it first thing. It took me all day to respond to that because I was like, huh. Is that the last thing Mike ever typed? Oh, come on. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I, it could have been. No, I have to type. That's what I'm saying. I was like, I know he drank the entire bottle of small dick gin, and I have to go mm. on that. Now I'm, I'm going to say the last, <laughs> like, if what, what if that was it? And I simply responded LOL to it. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Look, your neighbors call the cops over for a wellness check. They immediately go to your phone. They clear out all the Instagram notifications that you, that I've been ignoring. Yeah. And yeah. they look at your Twitter DMs and they see you reaching out. You know. Any, anyone. Any, <laughs> any of my friends. Help me. Everybody <laughs> laughing at me. My response is, ha ha. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> hey, I could, really, uh, I could really use a friend. That's so funny, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything's good though so i was yeah i was making i so i was making a workbench out there and people yeah. were people told me and they're right to tell me this they're right to say hey you're working on the floor yeah, you look he's like trying to make he's trying to make the bench you know yeah you got to start somewhere it's like it's like Fools. i think of myself you know like like when god made the earth right Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's how you think of yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And so yeah. I'm just wondering, when God made the Earth, was He taking cute selfies and and posting them, and people were like, "Uh, you're just gonna be doing that in space?" It's like, yeah, that's all there is. I have to make the thing first before I can. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, what are you talking about? I'm doing that right. Like, I'm doing that right now. I'm creating existence right now, bro. You know. 
Um, it's day six, bro. <laughs> you know? Tapping my watch, waiting to get created by God. Come on, dude. <laughs> um, so that's what's been going on with us. We're all, we're doing great. Um, why don't we give an update on an old Kickstarter, Mike? Uh, this is the Wooger Edge. Do you remember the Wooger Edge? I think of this uh, periodically because the name is so stupid. It so is. All, yes, like, I, think, I think like yesterday or the day before I was like, uh, I do this shit now where I'm, I'm just like fucking walking around talking to myself. That's good. That's good. <laughs> just like talking to myself. Sure. So I was like, I was like, Wooger Edge. Wooger Edge. <laughs> Wooger, just walking around because the fucking yeah. name is so goddamn silly. Yeah. Your neighbor's peeking in. I only saying Wooger Edge again. Yeah, they have nine one tapped into their phone. <laughs> They're just waiting for the other one, just looking in the blinds. Uh, <laughs> what is he saying? <laughs> Wooger? <laughs> the Wooger Edge is very stupid. It was originally for episode 112. We gave you an update on episode 118, and here we sit at episode 150. Something. Seven. I I don't know. I think it's seven. I'll put that in later. 150. Boop, boop. And I think it's 157. The Wooger Edge, we're now giving you another update. Originally had $333,000 when we talked about it. Uh, on episode 118, it had $1.64 million, And it still wasn't done. Racked up $1.9 And the project itself, of course, was sort of a band that you strapped to your chest that vibrated when you played music. Um, so that explains his runaway success, obviously. <sighs> it's also a backpack. Mike, what 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 was this? I don't remember. Funny name, though, huh? Yeah, let's see if the video reminds us. No, it's they're just at like a tech. I just soiled my pants. He said he dookied on himself when he was wearing this. Ah, oh, dookies draws. It makes you want to move. You can't sit still when you're doing it. I like feel like I'm in a club right now. That's what it feels like. Like it feels like I'm in a club. It literally feels like I'm in a club. That was a whole. It like literally feels like I'm in the club right now. Feels like I'm in the club right now. And they do still have clubs, right? Or they did when they were making this video, at least? Yeah. I mean, I guess they don't now, huh? This is like a... That's over with. Feel the bass. Feel the bass on your... Uh, it's like a little backpack thing. Yeah, it's like a little backpack thing, Mike. It... So it's a backpack, but it's also a chest strap. And it, 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 it basically just, I mean, it vibrates. It's for VR, gaming, audio professionals, and music producers. You put it on, you connect the audio over Bluetooth, and then you feel the sound. So what is the actual uh, workflow of this product? So you've got the, you know, you've got your phone. Let's say it's an iPhone. Are they sponsoring the show? No, but uh, hey, I'm open to it, you know. Same, motherfucker. Give me a fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> um. So it's uh, but it ends up being about two hundred and fifty bucks or a hundred and twenty bucks because there's different models of it. I mean, who cares, honestly? Uh, the vest, it's actually that's just the strap. I'm sorry. 
You've also got the vest, which goes up to $700. So it's got eight transducers in it. It's got USB Type-C digital audio in and charging. It's got Bluetooth 5.0, multi-channel inputs, haptic output all over the place. So I guess basically like the backpack strap, like right around your gut where that straps, um, the bottom strap goes in and maybe something happens on the back of the backpack too. I don't really know. Um, but just makes you, it just vibrates when you hear some music. Um, so one of those things that, you know, I don't understand why it got so much money. I think that my comment on this the last time was that it just, it made me feel like the world has just passed me by a little bit that I clearly don't engage with the world in the way that other people engage with it. You know, I'm not, I'm not seeing what other people are seeing when they look out, you know, they throw open their window and they look outside and they see birds, chir- like I hear the birds chirping and like bees buzzing yeah. and, and what we do I, see, we just see darkness. Yeah, that's exactly us, right. You know? Yeah. Um, but there are some goth. people two goth guys. <laughs> Let's bring goth back. Huh? It's been a while since we've had goth. I think South Park killed off goth when they skewered them really bad in that one episode. But I think maybe if we could bring it back, <laughs> the South Park guys would have to answer for what they've done to the community, maybe, you know? I'm not strapping this thing on, okay? I don't give yeah. a shit. I don't see myself strapping. But maybe somebody maybe somebody would like to do that. You got the you got the VR headset. You you strap on the VR headset. You pick up the controllers. You're good to go. Okay, but then you, you're you're put, popping a fucking vest on. Well, this is what I'm saying. We said th- th- this is why I bring it up. We now have the the Valve Index. We now have this VR thing, which we both, or at least I thought, was just nothing. I thought it was absolutely nothing, and I thought it was crazy. Um, I thought it was just some goofy shit that people deluded themselves into thinking it was cool. Now that I've used it, I do actually think it's kind of cool. There are aspects of it that are cool. So is this the same thing? Do I need to go to, you know, whenever the next time is that we have one of these tech conferences, like 2025 E3, which they, I guess they don't even do anymore, and and strap one of these things onto me and listen to like the Black Eyed Peas and just let it change my life? Is that what Hell I need yeah. to do? Hell yeah. Right? I mean, honestly, the the song it would be is Party Rock Anthem. Yeah. Just a good fucking jam. Feeling Party Rock <laughs> Anthem for the first time, seemingly. You know, I've heard it a million times, but hearing it in this new way where it's like yeah. literally pounding my chest. Party Rock in the Feel like I'm in the club. Tonight. Damn. Am I in the club right now? No, wait, I'm not. I'm, I'm in like a hotel lobby. Uh, but it has been shipped out already, so this one got made. Um, everybody across the world, as is, as per usual, international shipping has fucked over this project. So everybody who ordered this in like Estonia is super mad that it costs sixty dollars to import at the border. Um, and that's you know that stinks. I would say not exactly the fault of the Wooger Edge people, probably. Um, that has to do with international treaties. I don't know. Look it up sometime. Pick up a history book, maybe, and educate yourself about why there's shipping imports. I obviously I'm know, looking, but I'm I don't have at, time. I'm looking at Estonia. Yeah. Not bad. Really? Not bad. Well, you remember we got some chocolate from Estonia one time sent to us, and it was very good. Yeah. That might have been the last time you were over here. We ate chocolate together. We broke bread. Big, big daps to Estonia. (laughs) Daniel got this, and he says, Those of you who has got Wooger Edge, I would like to know how long does it work per charge? Mine... Less than five minutes, and it complains battery low. Did the hard reset? The result is still the same. Next question is, how long does it take to charge Wooger Edge? 
from red to green. Mine, after overnight charge, still red, and when turn off lasts a few minutes. Not sure if it is the batter issue. So he's got some battery problems. But am I going to take Wujeredge to task for that? I, my MacBook has battery problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, I hope that doesn't endanger our sponsorship with Apple, but that's the truth. It really does have bat. Oh, boy. Look at this fucking guy. The cat is doing the classic <laughs> thing that she likes to do. Tell everybody what the cat does. I'll be, I'll be, excuse me, I'll be walking around, you know, and I'll be uh, in the kitchen, you know, making something or whatever. I'll look behind Dirtying me. Dirtying a fucking, cookie sheet in a bunch of bowls, presumably. This fucking, this fucking cat is like right behind me, standing up on his hind legs, like looking at me. And it's like a little person is in my house. Yes. And it's so creepy, but. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And you do have a kid, but yeah, that this is like a little person. Oh, yeah. I forgot about him. Shit. <laughs> Are you still back Where there? Where is that? Where is that <laughs> fucking guy? <laughs> uh, Michael says, I use a Samsung S8 and a good pair of Skull Candy wireless headsets made for travel. The Wooger works really well when I Bluetooth to the Wooger and use the cable to connect to my headset. The split. Bluetooth, however, I have failed to get working. I have tried all the troubleshooting options to no luck with this. Any ideas would be appreciated. So this one I picked out to explain how you would use this. So this guy has a phone, headphones, the Wooger Edge, and a cable, and is still having a difficult time getting this together. And he takes it with him when he's traveling. Yeah. So like he's going through the, the, is he going through like the TSA and they're like wanding him down? I don't, I got to have my Wooger edge. Don't ask uh, yeah, me how to take my Wooger edge. <laughs> um, you've seen those little, the, what are they called? The cannabis amnesty boxes at the airport where you can put your weed in when you're getting on the plane to some place that doesn't let you yeah. have weed or whatever. I wonder if they have those for Wooger edges, like. They do, yeah. Just a Just big, a big tub. Tub of <laughs> electronics. Um, and there's uh, there's one more review I wanted to read here from Pascal. Uh, let me uh, let me pull this up. Um, okay. Well, I'm I'm having trouble finding it right now. Oh so maybe God. maybe vamp a little bit if you got anything. You got anything else about your dirty dishes? Whatever you're talking about. Over there? Yeah, I was. Uh, here's the thing about. Uh, no, I don't have anything. Really? God bless that dishwasher, though. You know, whatever goes on inside of there, it's anybody's fucking guess. But you pop them and they pop the dishes in and come out sparkling clean. Nine times out of ten. Yeah. Everybody's hearing the window sound several times as I hit control F <laughs> on this page and I'm not finding Pascal. There it is again. Yeah. Where was this shit that I saw? Oh, is oh that's because his name is Picard, not Pascal. Sorry. So there's no there was no need for you guys to hear the window you sound it. seven times. Ignorant bastard. Picard. That's from Star Trek. Picard says, "Oh boy, oh my, I've got to write about this. If you think your union if malfunctioning or is weak in any way, please read this. I don't comment or write reviews a lot, but damn, I still can't wrap my head around the power of this stuff. No, I'm not talking about drugs, even though this gives me some ideas. Dot dot dot." <laughs> I'm talking about the Wooger vest. This is incredible. I had some hope for the product, even though the recent reviews, people seem to have a hard time using correctly their unit. I truly hope it's not Wooger slash manufacturer's fault with a default in the assembly line, 
What I hope is that people might not have tested their unit to its full potential. Okay, this is what he says. Um, let me say, this is just insane. The power packed in the vest. Overwhelming, to say the least. My full body shakes. They are not using weak transducers. Turned on some sinus waves, starting from 200 hertz and going down to 50, 45 hertz. This is serious stuff. I can definitely see why they say it, may, it might not be safe to use while being pregnant. I could feel my organs moving and vibrating. Almost got nausea, but it's manageable. Um... And that's good to this guy. That's like the most positive yeah. review of this item is that it will make your organs slip around inside your body cavity. <laughs> so, again, I don't understand what the use case is of this device, but I'll just, I guess I'll just listen to stuff the, the normal way, which I, I, can I tell you how I listen? I just put my headphones in, honestly, is what I do. Yeah, that's good enough for me. Yeah. I'm trying to fucking, you know? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I will use, uh, sometimes I will pl just play on the speaker of the phone that comes in the phone. There's one in the, I think they got one built into the phone. You just put it on there, play it, bam. You just know? walking around, listening to stuff on speakerphone. Yeah, just do that sometimes. So that's how I use my iPhone. Um, shout out to Apple. Um, <laughs> shout out to Apple. IPhone. Hey, um, and if you guys use your iPhone in a different way, feel free to write into just <laughs> absolutely nothing to talk about. Not, yeah, show. absolutely nothing. <laughs> Um, speaking of our friends at Apple, uh, let's take a break. We'll be back with more YKS yeah. in just a second. Well, Mike, the quarter teen is on or off or whatever, and it sounds like uh, maybe your balls have been cooped up in your uh, nut jar for a while, huh? Yeah, we've been uh, inside for a while, JF. Haven't been able to uh, go outside and let your fucking nuts out. Yep. Yep, I have not been able. I've, it's been several weeks since I was able to uh, pull down my pants at the gym and, and drag my nuts all over the exercise mats or whatever that they got over there. I don't know. Yeah. I never mess with those. I don't really. I'm just. I'm actually sort of just a squat rack guy. I just hop in the rack, do my business, get out of there. Don't talk to nobody. Don't make eye contact. Get in. Get out. Get in. You lift know? a little shit. Get out. Exactly right. Um, and you don't want to mess up your first. Post quarter teen date with a ball fro. Um, mine actually doesn't do that. Mine just like my nut hairs just like come out like tree roots. They just go like what was that guy from the Marvel movies? Groot. I'm that. That's what my nuts look like. My nuts look like the Groot guy. Nuts look like the Groot guy. He dies in the movies too. So sorry. Um, spoiler, bro. Would you show up to the first day of school without a haircut? Nowadays, school's remote. So I guess I don't know. I don't know what I would do. You can never put it past me. Of course, I've been having dreams about school for so many years. I'm not even in school anymore. Isn't that interesting to talk about our dreams? No. It says here. It says here the host should talk about some of their dreams. So, <laughs> but you okay? We don't have to do it. I had a dream about someone I knew a long time ago, and I was, you know, it's a long lost friend, and it was a very sad yeah. dream. I woke up crying. Manscaped is here to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. You know, um, I've I've shaved my nuts recently. It's gone great. I have the manscaping tools that Manscaped sent me, so it's fun for me. I feel sorry for anyone who doesn't have that shit. Hopefully there's a way for them to get it, and maybe we'll talk about it later in the end. Pay attention, okay? We're going to tell you how you can get your own good nuts. The Lawnmower 3.0, Mike, is the best hygiene tool for the modern man. We're about to get some rain here. 
The rain will come down, right? And then what happens? Rain comes down, s- soaks it into the earth. Let's right. Just, let's just talk about uh, how rain happens. The water cycle. Remember? Evapor- Remember evaporates. learning this stuff? Yeah. But eventually it goes down there and it feeds the seeds, okay? And the seeds grow up grass from the earth, okay? Then what happens to the grass? You have to mow it down with... The lawnmower. The lawnmower, which is why they named their product Lawnmower 3.0, meaning it's the third version of it. Okay, so they've been at this a while. They know what they're doing. They've got the ceramic blade. They've got the skin-safe technology, okay? Your snags are going to be reduced, and so will the hair on your nuts while preparing yourself for a post-quarantine life, okay? They're changing the game with the Perfect Package 3.0 Essentials Kit. Mike, speak on that for a second. The goddamn thing is water resistant, uh, cordless, you know, you got the cry cub comes with the what does it come with? <laughs> Crop well, it, comes, it comes with the performance boxer briefs. We've talked about this. We wear the briefs. We love the briefs. You got the travel bag as well. The travel bag has any. a I didn't get any. So okay. kind of sore subject, but Okay. Well, I, I got, got two. I get I got two of the I've got two of the perfect package three here. They told me to keep both, so the crop, uh, the perfect package 3.0, Mike. If you'll shut up for a second, also comes with the crop preserver and the crop reviver. Now you're going to explain what that is to the people. Can I? The crop preserver is an anti-chafing ball deodorant, which ensures that your afternoon stroll doesn't end with your balls sticking to your leg. We hate, we hate that, don't we, gang? When the balls stick to the leg and it gets all, uh, you know, the crop well, reviver. You- yeah. It's a spray-on toner for your balls. It's made with right. soothing aloe and witch hazel extracts. It'll give your balls a boost. Spray-on toner. Yeah. I balls. wish they could use some of that in my printer. The ins- inscrutable. That does not make any sense. doesn't Subscri- really track at all. <laughs> Subscribers to the Peak Hygiene Plan get a new replacement blade refill for your lawnmower trimmer. Delivered to your door every three months, making sure your trimmer stays fresh and clean. Now, this thing is pretty sharp and does stay pretty clean, but I bet over time, if you do absolutely go hog wild on your nuts, eventually you're going to get to the point where it's time to say goodbye to the old blades and get some new blades in there, okay? That's the, it's the light, it's like the water cycle, but for blades, it's the blade cycle, which is from Tron, great movie, go check it out if you haven't seen it, remake, also good, maybe even better than the original. Um... (laughs) The light is at the end of the tunnel. Actually, there's light in Tron as well, which is a great film to check it out. Treat yourself for making it through the quarter team with the Lawnmower 3.0. All you have to do to get that and by proxy get good nuts hanging on the end of your wang. Go to Manscaped. Okay. Go to well, it depends on your perspective. Go to manscaped.com, use the promo code YKS. You're gonna get 20% off the whole thing, plus free shipping. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code YKS at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code YKS. Your first date after the quarter teen will thank you. six-pack time it's six-pack time it's time to do the six-pack time what's that i don't know man 
<laughs> I'm fucking hanging on by a thread over here. Let's do the six pack, Mike. We've got six All Kickstarters right. to do. Um, I've got three. You've got three. That's the way we've been splitting it up this whole time. Will we ever go to two, four, or one, five? It's a possibility. We're thinking about it. Thinking about mixing it up. We've kicked Chaos that around. Mode. Yeah. You never know with us. Don't fucking sleep because you might miss something on the show. Yeah. Probably not. 500 days with a Saudi Arabian prince is what I want to talk to you about, Mike. Sounds like a dream come true, obviously, but it's really just a Kickstarter for a book this guy's writing. Um, how to create a network through small talk that will restart your life. Live an interesting life every single day. Hell, I would take one day, in, honestly, of an interesting life. Just one is all I need. Yeah. Yeah, or just an interesting conversation even would be good to start out with. Yeah, someone to talk to uh-huh. that, you would, would you, that you like talking to would be. Yeah, just maybe an intellectually challenging tete-a-tete with someone of your equal skill, you know, in the arena of battle we call debate, you know. <laughs> <laughs> this is from uh, Thomas. He says, Dear high-valued friend, the Lithuanian version of the book 500 Days with a Saudi Arabian Prince became very popular and got a lot of attention and positive feedback from readers of publicity. So this guy, I'm assuming is Lithuanian. That's why he's saying that. On the other hand, money I invested in publishing, it hasn't paid back. That's not a problem. I wanted to spread a message that always, from the most difficult situation like a bankruptcy, there is a way out and a solution. Messages and letters I've been receiving from Lithuanian readers confirmed that this goal has been achieved. People thank for the motivation and methods described to restart and live an interesting life. Also, this book breaks the myths about Islam, Arabs, Eastern uh, Europe, and introduces different cultures to each other. Now we want to achieve the same for English readers worldwide. Okay, interesting. Um, Sounds like, based on that, it sounds like this is a book combating, like, Islamophobia is what it sounds like based on that pitch. Yeah, and you said no thanks. That's not what I didn't, I didn't, no, I didn't say that. I didn't say, don't put fucking words in my mouth. I leant back gently into the soft leather of my airliner seat, embracing my thoughts. This is the beginning of a journey to a whole new world, a whole new life. I am flying to the kingdom of Baran. That's the first and intriguing sentence of this book. It begins with an engaging story about the fragile life of the author and main character of the book, Thomas Krisquinisk. The mistakes of ambitions and the lessons learned in order to establish himself in the confusing and complex business world. <sighs> yeah, I, okay. Some guy's business motivation book. That's what this is. This is like a Lithuanian motivational speaker book. That's what it is. It's not an anti-racist book. This is just some guy's weird. And I'll illustrate that point by playing right now uh, the first 48 seconds of his promotional video on the page. Very strange. Imagine that a few years ago, I had no clue about Kingdom of Bahrain. It happened that in 2013, in California, Huntington Beach, I met a guy from Saudi. His name is Salman. And we made friends. A few years later, he bought a company in Bahrain and asked me to come over 
to run his company. Coming here, I've learned that king of a pop, Michael Jackson. All right. That's a good stopping place for this video. <laughs> He's walking to the beach around, I mean, it looks like a very ritzy area with mansions and stone walls and uh, perfectly uh, yeah. landscaped trees and stuff like that. And I assume th this must be Bahrain. That's what he's talking about. He's, uh, he's on an island there or something. And he gets to the part about Michael Jackson. From there, he explains how Michael Jackson lived in Bahrain for like a year. And for some reason, I mean, that's not connected to the story at all. It just sounds like, hey, Michael Jackson lived here one time. So maybe that'll be enough to get you interested in this book, which... You know, I think he does himself a disservice when he, he mentions how popular the book is and then right after that says uh, it's also lost a bunch of money for me um, but due to how it's not very popular. That's, so that's a tough sell, <laughs> I think. Um, and it's not making me want to pledge uh, $35 for a print copy of this book. Um, but hell, I don't know. Were you Were you intrigued hearing that Michael Jackson, the king of pop, in other words, lived in the kingdom of Bahrain for a time. Yeah, that's what actually hooked me is uh, hearing about uh, Michael Jackson. I'm a yeah. big Michael Jackson head, king of pop guy. I love. Uh, sometimes I'll be scooting around my fucking house, you know, going ooh, just pawing at myself like yeah. he did. Right. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah, I remember when he said that. Ooh, here, here I come. <laughs> it's sliding around. Yeah. Look look at me go. Right. Hey, everybody. It's me, Michael Jackson. Uh, I guess uh, don't forget to enjoy Pepsi. But I actually don't like them because they lit my hair on fire that one time. But Right. Well, yeah, they did do that. I think it was an accident. Um, so that's 500 days with the Saudi Arabian prince. Uh, what does that have to do with the Saudi Arabian prince? What does it have to do with 500 days? What does it have to do with Michael Jackson? What does it have to do with creating a network through small talk that will restart your life? I mean, your guess is as good as mine. There's no other information on this page. It's just this guy walking to the beach. So uh, can't make heads or tails of this. One person did. Uh, they pledged 23 um, British pounds uh, out of the 9,000 pound goal. Three backers, 42 days to go as well. So this guy's got a long time. Seems like if he was hanging out with the Saudi Arabian prince for a while, maybe he could just pull together the a little over eleven grand to print his book or whatever. But I maybe that's part of the story. We got to find out when we buy it and read it. I would love to be, <clears throat> I would love to be a fucking uh, Saudi Arabian, one of those guys, you know? Yeah, over there. you would. Laying around, I got a fucking tiger there for no reason. Okay, you're thinking of being a very wealthy person, basically. Yeah, like just a, pr a prince being like, uh, look at all my shit, you know? So you're saying you would, you would like to be very rich and a member of a royal family is what you would like to do. Be great. What's That's the downsides? None. I wonder if anyone else has decided that they wanted to do that. <laughs> Does anybody else want to be rich out there? Is anybody else... <laughs> Is it nobody else, else think wants about to, money? I just, I wonder if, if no one else is wanting to do it, it may be, there's maybe an opportunity for you just to go ahead and do it. You know, yeah. and it can be your thing. Like it's your thing, you know. And everyone else can be like, ah, should have thought of that. You know. Yeah, I should have. I, I should have thought about being rich, like Mike. Yeah, 
He's got. He's one step ahead of us now. We'll the other day, I up. was I was thinking, you know, this because everything is going on in this crazy mixed up world. I was thinking maybe people have forgotten about the lottery, and I was thinking maybe if I went and bought a bunch of lotto tickets, I wonder if I would win the lotto. Oh yeah, you know like the pool. The pool. The pool of people is uh, yeah less now. Yeah, because they're like, oh, yeah. you know, my whole family or whatever, and then I'm sneaking in and getting all the lotto tickets. That's some fucking. Uh, those guys who are like anticipate the stock market and shit, that's kind of like you know, what you just did right there. Yeah. I think those guys generally have inside information, which I you just you just did some wolf on Wall Street shit. <laughs> Wolfing Wall Street. <laughs> um yeah, I would definitely be good at winning the Powerball. I think if someone would just give me a shot. So Mike, why don't you tell me about one of the Kickstarters we picked out in advance for the show to talk about on the show, which is the show. I have a... Excuse me. Hang on. Dan, cut that out, bastard. (laughs) Um, I have have something called... uh, Man, this one sucks, huh? (laughs) It's been a while since we've heard that. It's called Bricks... Bricks Lives Matter. Yeah, it is. JF. Compatible brick figures that commemorate the Black Lives Matter movement and represent peaceful supports. Yeah. Why don't you explain what we're actually looking at here when we take a look at these the pictures Bricks that are Lives, on this page? Bricks Lives Matter is an original universal compatible bricks design inspired by the ongoing Black Lives Matter movement. Which means it's a Lego. It's Legos. Lego no. guys. But they can't say that, I think, for legal they're reasons. Lego, they're Lego guys that look to be about the size of a Funko Pop, maybe. Yeah. Same same type of concept, big head or whatever. But these guys are, uh, man, they really went all out, huh? Look at the $9 reward on that. The Bricks uh. Lives Matter face mask. <laughs> yeah, so you would be, in a time where people uh. are wearing masks... To protect themselves, but also to to display, you know, like a political message. The, the, for instance, one that might say, you could even have one that says Black Lives Matter on there. You would be yeah. essentially wearing a mask that instead said, Bricks Lives Matter. And people would say, oh, yeah, like Legos. That's fine. Yeah, that's. I think that's the reaction that you would get. Not just people beating the hell from you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So this is, but here's the thing: is normally when we talk about this shit, it does seem like the politics of it are bad. I think, I think maybe this person seems to have their heart in the right place as far as. So they're making, they're making a. Uh, they seem to be on the side of Black Lives Matter, just maybe not understanding or. I I, I guess I can't really get in their head, but for instance, they've made the cops evil. Yeah. So I think they get it, you know. It's just there's some, there's some disconnect for me in between the part where you say, well, I can see how police brutality is bad and I need to make a Lego out of it. I think I'm just missing that, the connection that's made there. He was just fucking bored or something, man. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. So there's the main character of this called the Bricks Angel, and this is... This is a uh, a Lego with black skin color, which I don't actually know. Are all the Legos, are they like Simpsons? Are all Legos yellow? Or do they also have like like white and black Lego people? I don't actually know I that. I think they're all yellow. I think there are 
Are there I'm, black Legos? I mean, black. Am I thinking of like play school characters now? I'm not actually sure what I'm thinking. I don't sit around and play Legos. Yeah, there's, there's black Lego guys. Is there? Yeah. Okay. Because I know they have like, Batman, obviously. I've seen that. They made a whole movie about that. I think you think he's black. I don't. Who hey, knows? No, I didn't. I don't he's, know. He's, he's. I mean, under the cover of night, you can never. Right. Who's behind the mask? They don't say. I don't think they don't. They do not ever say. So this is a this is a black character in the Lego compatible universe. Um, he's wearing a shirt, jeans, boots. Looks like, um, and he's also wearing an angel's halo and wings. That would that you might have if you were an angel or like a person who died. So it says, an angel was born when the Black Lives Matter movement began. He inspires the community to affirm that Black Lives Matter, a spiritual leader of justice, freedom, and equality. Okay, I mean that's all good. You're checking all the boxes there. It's strange that it's a Lego. Um, yeah, I mean it's a Lego. It's a Lego uh, black guy with like a halo angel wings. Like that seems. That's, I'm not sure who that's the for. cop. <laughs> and you got the cops. Mr. Cops, a representation of the police community members who have brutally hurt innocent lives in the past decades. Why not make a toy out of it? Yeah. Why not Why not take a super serious... <laughs> it has interchangeable eyes. You can go from the normal, like, black, uh, piano black, glassy eyes to red eyes, like an evil guy. I guess. And then you got this one called Lying Artist, which is a figure that... I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this is supposed to be Donald Trump. Oh, it's a little Trumpian, isn't it? You can find a bottle of disinfectant in his head, a so-called grown-up with a fancy title and important job who consistently suggests injecting bleach into your body to cure COVID-19. One of the one of the 8,000 things. Yeah. That he that he I mean that's I'm mean, this like the fucking uh thing we were talking about at the beginning of the episode with the cakes thing nobody remembers that right nobody even remembers it it's like lost in the fucking shuffle of fucking things that he is i don't think that's the main thing you can pin on trump there's a lot of things you can you can hit that guy with but that to me is not it looks like a freaking cheeto right number Uh, one he's got small freaking hands small hands yeah maybe it's just those two i don't know riot Um, cop and protester protesters um, the protesters so a five these... in one character i think they all connect to be like a line of characters i think they like yeah attach to the side of each other and then it says there's a so you got peaceful protester you've got frontline reporter and then you've got violent lulu pretend to be a protester take advantage of the blm movement to loot and they're holding like a box of jordans so that one maybe betrays a little bit the idea <laughs> But this person totally gets it, I think. That is maybe a disingenuous take on the whole thing. And maybe you don't even need to... Honestly, if you're making a... If you're making sort of an art piece to celebrate the Black Lives Matter movement, maybe you just don't do the one of the guy looting Jordans. Yeah. Maybe just leave that out. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe if you... Maybe just uh, don't do any of it. I would would suggest... I would say just maybe don't do any of it. Yeah. Um... But uh, I I don't know, I don't know. I mean, this guy says this guy says he was at the protest. Okay, he has firsthand experience with this stuff. Um, I just I don't get how you get from there. I, I don't I, I I don't get how you get from the place where you're like I'm in the street being attacked by cops, and then I go make a Lego. I I can't. 
I think that that part of my brain is just shorted out where I can see how that would make any kind of sense. But With Bricks Lives Matter, we want to express the feelings shared by most Americans and citizens of the world in a more expressive way. Whatever the fuck that means. I don't know about that one. I don't know about that <clears throat> one, Mike. Not for me. I'm not going to be buying some Legos and smashing them together and be like, you son of a bitch, don't get you fucking throw a brick through that Starbucks. Is that what, oh, is that what people do actually? Does it, that actually makes sense to me? Do people take Legos and like make little scenes and then say stuff while they're That's doing what it? I do, yeah. I'm in okay. the tub with all my, all my guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's got all his little guys in the tub. He's acting out a scene. He's acting out a protest scene in the tub once again. He always does this. Once once a day, he's in there. He's in the tub. Doesn't matter what time of day it is. He's got his little guys. He's got the shelf. Boy, that's what always... That was so disappointing when you got the toy from the TV commercial and you realized that you had to actually use your imagination to interact with them. They didn't, they didn't <laughs> they, just do yeah. the stuff. They had like all the cool like uh, uh, scenes and stuff and they're in like the little jungle with the... Yeah. And you get, you get it and you're... It's like you're fucking, your dad steps on it, you know. <laughs> yeah, wasting money on these kids' fucking toys. <laughs> you could be paying the light bill or whatever the fuck, or whatever it was. Yeah, it's been a long time. We don't always remember. happy memories when we talk about. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> That's good stuff. Uh, Thirty nine bucks. You get uh, you get one mask and one figure set, so you can make the looting guy or the president trump or whatever so that would i guess that would, that, that would really suck if you wanted to support black lives matter and then as a result you also wanted to support bricks lives matter and then you ended up just getting the trump and, and the dogs the vicious dogs and trump was the one that you ended up with <laughs> that feels like losing the happy meal lottery a little bit yeah, yeah. the one i want i'm gonna pull around and try to get another one i think so Eek, very weird Forty-eight bucks of thirty thousand dollars. Two backers. Twenty-seven days to go. That's cool. The little cop comes with a little nightstick, so you can, I guess, beat the hell out of the protesters with it or something. Yeah, pretty good. Or maybe the looting guy. Maybe the looting. Maybe the looting guy finally gets his comeuppance from the cop. <laughs> Not clear which side I'm on. Um, I love all these things taking advantage of the the fucking like I was talking about a couple weeks ago with the guy who was like, "You want to make a." You want to make some money? Go on, go on, uh, fucking uh, yeah, Teespring and make a Black Lives Matter mask. That's how yeah. I made some side money. Yeah, that's awesome. Craven, Craven, fucking repugnant asshole. Hey, somebody's gonna do it. Might as well be me. <laughs> Might as well cash in a little bit, you know. Um, the Maxwell Show is next, Mike, and I'm not talking about. The, yeah, I was going to say. It's not playing right after this podcast. You'll have to... Honestly, it, it, when this podcast is over, you're going to have to turn your phone off and talk to your family, which sucks. But you're just... I mean, that's part of it. You're going to have to do that. There's not. We don't have anything else say, for you. I thought you were going to say the Ghislaine Maxwell show. Like, goddamn, she got a fucking show already. Now, what would that be? Like, you want to do a scene from that? She comes on, yeah, she's, the Ghislaine Maxwell's the host of the show, and she's like, and we got a, coming up next, we got a, uh, the guy's, the fucking, uh, animal handler's gonna bring out a ferret, or something like that, and then she's like, and we're gonna, we have the roots, 
It's just a Jimmy Fallon Tonight okay, Show. This just the sounds like Fallon, there. actually. Were you watching Fallon last night? <laughs> Were you watching Fallon clips again? Um, that's pretty good. No, this is a talk Glenn show. Lane Maxwell's Wheel of Impressions. <laughs> uh, next up, Gillian, uh, looks like you're going to have to do a dead guy. So... <laughs> And I'm like carting her away. <laughs> I'm the co-host. I'm the 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 cop in the jail, whatever Andy you call those Richter. guys. Oh yeah. Um the Maxwell show talk show TV will never be the same. Maxwell Mushalo is an adult in a kid's body who is unafraid to question the world we live in in an entertaining and fun way. Possibly the worst sell you could ever make of a TV program, but I'm going to play the video and I think you're going to be pretty surprised at the production value, Mike. staring at a pile of lettuce. Chicken Caesar salad. She's famous, but she's probably never even won an Oscar. Come to think of it, she probably never will. Rick Rose is in this. Not will we practice. I'm sorry, I'm nervous. What's that smell? Okay. Please yeah. tell me you did it. It was a fart joke. So what do you think about this? It says it says Rick Rose is in this. That's that's Rick Ross's nom de plume, is it not? I don't think it's Rick Ross. Well, I mean, but he he goes by Ricky Rose, does he not? Yeah, but I don't think it's. Does that mean? Is there another guy? I don't get it. I don't. I don't know. Because if you I look, because look at the. So first of all, it was well produced. Do you agree with that? It was very well produced. It's, he he was uh, there was a, the video was playing and it was like a, a man on the street segments and stuff. This little kid walking. Like if around. we put together this two-minute package of like something we were interested in doing i think we would be like really excited about it yeah you know yeah. this is what it says this is the guy who produced it bill herndon from la the founder and president of m2m studios and m2m productions with 20 plus years of industry experience mr herndon's latest project a life to live recently won best drama for the fastidious international film festival don't know what that is uh he's had development deals with vh1 big fish productions the creator and producer of seven hills a uh, bunch of other credits here that I don't know what they mean. Um, it says he has worked with several consumer brands on cross-promotional and marketing initiatives, BET, Viacom, Best Buy, JetBlue, New York Pizza Patrol, NYPD Pizzeria. Hey, wouldn't mind be arrested by by those guys if they put me in lock, the NYPD Pizzeria. What if they lock me up and I had to... Yeah. They made me eat pizza. The bars, bars are all breadsticks. Yeah, I could easily get out, but I won't because I respect them. Um <laughs> The thin, cheesy line. Mr. Herndon also has over 18 years of experience in the music business developing artists and music-based content, which included a multi-million dollar deal with Atlantic Records. He's worked with Warner Music, Capitol Records, Warner Chappelle, 
uh, Universal, The Dream, Trey Songs, Carrie Hilson, Neo, Lauren Hill, Esther Dean, as well as many recognized industry executives and producers. So is that Rick Ross? I don't know. See, here's the thing about uh, rapper guy names, right? <laughs> the original the original Rick Ross was Rick Freeway Ross, the drug lord. He was uh, a yeah. real drug guy. And then, and then Rick Ross comes along. His name's William Leonard Roberts, and he was like, uh, "I'm going to change my name to Rick Ross." This uh, other guy who's like in jail or something, you know? Wait, I, so the Rick Ross now is not the original Rick Ross? No, it's for Freeway Rick Ross is the guy's name. He was like a drug well, trafficker guy. Oh shit, like, I didn't know that. And then Rick Ross like stole his name. Rick Ross was like a uh, he was like a fucking what was he like a PO security guard? He worked at a prison or something. Oh really? Well, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, you didn't know about this. No, I've listened to his albums and stuff. I, I mean, I guess he's he never big, really says like yeah, I, he's a big phony. I used to work in a jail, or I don't think he ever said that. But Ricky Rose on Instagram seems to be a different guy. Yeah, see, they're all like coughing <laughs> off of the fucking. In the mid two thousands, he changed his name to Rick Ross. He derived his stage name from the former drug kingpin Freeway Rick Ross, to whom he has no connection. Wow. Okay. What, okay, I'm clicking Ricky Rose on YouTube. Is this him? Oh, this is maybe this. Okay, is this the no? Is this says Rick Ross triple platinum? So this guy yeah, Ricky know. Rose is putting Rick Ross videos on YouTube, but it's not Rick Ross. Yeah, this know, shit is like I Ultimate Warrior shit to me. I can't figure. Just fucking tell me who's who. It's a. Uh... This is too hard. People are assuming too many too many mantles. You know what I mean? On June. Uh, 2010, Ross sued rapper Rick Ross for using his name, filing a copyright infringement lawsuit. Jay-Z had been called to testify in the lawsuit as he was president of Def Jam. Ross sought $10 million after the lawsuit was dismissed. The album Teflon Don was released. A federal judge ruled that the case should be refiled in California. Blah, blah, blah. This is fucking crazy. In, on December 30th, 2013, the court ruled in favor of the rapper Rick Ross, allowing him to keep the name based on a First Amendment ruling. So this guy's just like, it's free to use this guy's name. Okay, so he, cool. so he took a guy's name who is an infamous drug kingpin uh-huh. and then got sued by the guy. Wouldn't you be like terrified in that situation? And then he won. And then he won. That's <laughs> even worse. At least if you lost, you could be like, well, I guess I'll be alive for a while. <laughs> that's scary as hell well yeah. I liked his album Port of Miami too I thought that was good Who, whichever guy it was that did that I thought that was good I like that you'll never know I'll never You'll know never which know. guy did it I don't know and who and who is in this show this talk show for a kid I don't know um, it says in these insert, uncertain times we need more hope laughter and the Maxwell show starring Maxwell Mashalo an adult in a kid's body who is unafraid to answer the way adults think and act with each episode, you'll never know what you will see, hear, or believe. Expect the unexpected. Talk show TV will never be the same. Our goal is to produce four episodes and bring the show to online audiences by fall. 2020. Um, we're super excited in, with Maxwell's potential, and we feel the Maxwell show can be the platform that launches him to stardom. So, oh, you know what? It says, it says here the format of the show is Maxwell doesn't know anything about the show, who the guests are, what, when it's happening. <laughs> He's picked up by his friend Van. And driven okay. to the studio. That's weird. That is so strange. That's that's very strange. Okay, that one sounds 
like something that already exists. Um, <laughs> for 50 bucks, you can get a signed picture of a kid, which I just don't think I would be buying for any amount of money. Um, 150 gets you a shout out in the credits. 350 an on-air shout out. 800 you get a sponsored by credit. $3,500, you get an executive producer credit. And for $4,500 or more, you can appear on the show as an extra, an actor, uh, which means, you know, you got a sketch. Uh, or you can be a special guest as well. Um, this is this is produced in a really slick way. There's a, obviously a lot of money that's gone into this. They want twenty grand for four pilot episodes, I guess. They've got $1,326 from seven backers with 18 days to go. I'm not going to roast a kid for doing this. I just, I would just wonder like who's, like who is his rich dad? Yeah. That's that's making, that's the only thing I would wonder about this beyond what they've presented is. Where's the money coming from? Why is this? Bill Bill Herndon. I mean, that's, that's the producer now. Is that, you know, is that his dad? Is that his dad? I don't know. I would guess more like. The rich dad is some rich guy who's just like quietly rich and then he's hiring out all this shit like, hey, my kid's funny, like make him a show. You know, because I don't think I don't think this starts from a place of like, okay, we need a talk show. But everyone's doing talk shows with adults. I know. Let's have a kid talk show. That'll be really good. Now, who can we get? Let's start a a nationwide casting call for a kid who will say like, well, I don't know about that. I mean, we don't need... (laughs) I think you're okay. I don't think you need... That's not... There's not a demand in the marketplace for that, I think, organically. So... They, they <sighs> should give Ghislaine Maxwell a show. I mean, that's... Yeah. Tonight, we've got s- stupid human tricks. It's like her tr- uh, trying to wrap a, a paper gown around her neck or whatever's going to go on in there. Um, very strange. The Maxwell show. I'll just stick with my Fallon, honestly. <laughs> You know, I'm just going to stick. <laughs> you know what? I think there's there's one guy who I trust who's, who's yeah. got his hand on the rudder of this thing we call life, and it's Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> his hand is all wrapped up as well, mysteriously. We don't know ah, why, what but. a fucking load. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what's up with the hand, Jimmy? <laughs> I, oh, I fell. Right. I was of sound mind, and I fell. <laughs> Here, I have this document to prove it. <laughs> what's next, Mike? The world's first uh, stoner emojis app to be used everywhere. Stop posting maple leaves on Instagram and start posting cannabis leaves, JF. Okay. Do, 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 do. Mm. All along the watchtower. You've been asking. Now, we, now we're doing it. Cannabis emojis can now be on your Where smartphones. Where the fucking all along the watchtower thing? Is that just Jimi Hendrix? Like, why, why were you thinking about that? That's a big weed song, I think. Is it? Sure. I don't know. Gosh, you tell me, brother. <laughs> I don't know. I don't partake. I'm a, a clear-headed individual. Cannabis emojis can now be on your smartphone's device keyboard loaded with beautiful graphics and personality. Here's a, you ever have that problem where you want to be like, hey, I'm toking, a, I'm toking the weed bong. Yep. Yep. And then uh, you can't find the fucking emoji for it. Yeah, I'm just stuck having to use like normal letters to type to type to my friends that I'm smoking weed. Hey, everybody just wanted to let you know, just checking in, I'm smoking some weed right now. <laughs> Here's a representation of how Weed Bam's stoner emojis will be used. And it has like a little conversation. Some guy says, I'm bringing over weed. And the reply is, hell yeah. Right. And 
and three emojis. One has uh, weed leaves for eyes. I mean, just and then there's up, one dude. guy who's who's clearly toking. The gif <laughs> is toking. cropped weird, so you can't see what happens after he hits send. So this is the this is the rarely used part of the the Apple keyboard for me, which is the the little place right above the 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 top line of letters where you can click on an app and like yeah this is Anybody just use, nobody using that Come this on. is just the kid zone i think this is the kid zone where if you have kids they can go on there and they can push the thing and they can turn themselves into a poop emoji and record like a 25 second video of saying absolutely nothing and then send it to grandma or whatever that's because there's also an apple pay button there there's also like the exercise button so if you like want to share with someone I don't know. You want to send someone that you exercised. You can send it. You you don't have to say I exercised. You can send them like the receipts of you exercise. I don't know what the fuck. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know what you're supposed to do with it. But this is where these little things hang out with a little cartoon bong. I'm bringing over some weed. Yeah. I'm bringing over Come some on. weed. Come on, bro. Is that the text that people would say? If you, hypothetically speaking, would you say that it makes sense for someone to send a text that says, I'm bringing over some weed? No, it's not. I mean, and that's embarrassing. It's embarrassing to kind of even talk when you have to like hit hit your guy up. Because I still have to hit a guy up, you know? Right. I've been off this stuff for like two months. But you got to hit the guy up, you know, and you got to be like, hey, uh, it's me. <laughs> Can I get some of that shit? You know? Yeah, right and uh because you got to use like coded language in case the cia is looking at your phone or something intercepting text messages yeah maybe well if they got if, if they got tiktok on their phone i mean it's all over yeah you know maybe this would be good then in that case because then they would just see the emoji and this the guy the cia guy would be like i, I can't i can't, can't parse this. it this don't don't sense. know what it means like looking it's like a dog looking reading a book or something <laughs> can't <laughs> Yeah, but uh, did you see the rest of the the uh, weed bams? Is not just a sticker pack, okay? They're also a fashion brand, which means they have a Shopify store. So you click on that, and you can see all of the. I mean, this is the type of stuff you would wear if you liked smoking weed and you wanted people to know about it. So you've got yeah, you got a shirt on here that says uh, "I a smoke." Fucking... No, please. What's yours? What do you want? A fucking vote for Pedro shirt in the year of our Lord 2020 that says vote for Mary. Mary Jane, I'm assuming. One could only assume. Yeah. It's Mary Jane. Well, they don't spell it out. Again, like you said, there's a code. <laughs> um, I'm looking at the one here that says I smoke and I know things with a weed leaf on it. That's a Game of Thrones reference. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. One of the characters says, I drink and I know things, and that became like a rallying cry for really boring oh, people. That's cool. Uh, yeah. Somebody who has an occasional glass of wine identifying themselves as a person who drinks and knows things, so. <laughs> then there's one weed between the lines where it's like a disembodied hand holding a joint in between their fingers, which I'm not even sure that one tracks for me. Weed between the lines, the lines being fingers, but the fingers are fully realized three-dimensional objects. I yeah, think they're not lines anymore really, at that point. That one doesn't, doesn't hit really for me. Sense. Um, You're not you buying got, that one? 
You got Nacho Weed. You've also got uh, oh, this is good. You've got Still My President on here. They've got so they're essentially selling MAGA hats as well. There's a You're Fired red hat. There's a Still My President red hat. So this is cool. If you're like a big stoner and you love Donald Trump, this is like the best store. <laughs> this essentially has everything you could want if you are a stoner and a MAGA guy. This is basically everything you could want. Your one-stop shop, yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, they've also got pillows. You know, that if you want to lay your head down on a really scratchy pillow that says, I love pot or whatever, this is the store for you. Um what are they doing mugs wise? How much are their mugs? Are we competitive on mugs? Comparing us to them. I'm trying to. Yeah. One of the, here we go. Uh, I'm going to tell my kids this spinach and it's a bag of weed. Twelve ninety five. it says. Okay. That's pretty cheap. They're not making a lot of money on these mugs. I can tell you that much right now. 15 ounces is fourteen ninety five. Boy. They're cutting it. They're, I mean, the margins Our on this mug. Got nothing on that. Yeah, I mean, I hope they didn't pay much for the design, even though it looks like they did. And the idea, I'm going to tell my kids this spinach, obviously jumps off the page as something they were workshopping for a while. So, <laughs> I don't know, you know, I we could move into the That's leggings cool. space, I think. I'm trying to get their yeah. leggings page to load. It's too slow. They need to upgrade their shit. Okay, this I is think, like... I think, I think a lady would love to have our fat fucking faces on all over her legs. Yeah, but where on the leg does it go? That's just the thing I struggle with. You just thinking like an all over print, or are you thinking like right on the the booty yeah, cheeks? Yeah, just a re- repeating pattern of our fucking stupid mugs. I think it'd be cool to have one on the on the booty. Like, damn, look at this peach, juicy Jesse, Jesse, juicy. I mean, that's come on, juicy Jesse. We're legging guys now. Yeah. Uh, so those are stickers you can use your phone with or whatever. That sucks. Um. 12 grand they want for it. $161 is what they've got. Not close, really. So, vindicated. 57, 57 days to go. I don't think it's going to make it personally. Yeah. I don't think so. Yeah. Well, you're kind of, you're a negative guy though, right? Is that fair? <laughs> yeah, kind of being a Debbie Downer with this. Yeah. Um, Mike, my last one is called The Real Donald Trumpet. The real Donald Trumpet is a political parody toy. Let's make America fun again. Awesome. Um, Hell yeah. That's cool. Let's play the video. Make America fun again. Yeah. Oh. Not really even sure what the video is going for. The real Donald Trumpet.com. So it's a little toy trumpet, and when you blow in it, his hair lifts up. Kind of. I mean, not even really all that much. It's just like kind of it does that, I guess. This is actually, this is a Nashville, Tennessee project. Oh, hometown boys. Yeah, so they're getting in the mix. Um, the real Donald Trumpet. I think it would be funny to call him Trumpet. Like implying he's small or like a woman. That could be funny if you want to get in a yeah. couple of licks nice. there. That could be one way to go. Nice dig on him. 
Um, provide a rest from the division of American politics through the solidarity of humor. That's word salad, uh, which is probably the only type of salad Donald Trumpette eats. Yep. Fat motherfucker. <laughs> we want to help make America fun again, but we can only do it with your help. As you saw in the video, we've already made a functional prototype of the real Donald Trumpet, but to produce him at scale, we need your help to place an order with the manufacturer. If you want to make our hilarious and mischievous vision a reality, pre-order your own The Real Donald Trumpet today. It's 2020, and it's going to be huge, but only with your help. The Real Donald Trumpet gets everyone's attention instantly, refereeing out-of-control political diatribes with a blast of of much-needed humor. A hush falls on the room as all eyes turn to behold this fantastical instrument, everyone fuming mad now suddenly perplexed and silent as their brains slowly process what just happened. Wait for it. Wah-ha-ha-ha-ha. Left, <laughs> right, and center, everyone goes berserk laughing. Yeah. Friends laughing so hard they can't breathe can hardly make out the hilarious trumpet. Yeah. Then it hits everyone. Why were we fighting like this? We're friends. The political arguments we're so impassioned about needn't trump our friendships. That's awesome. That is awesome. So the the little scene they're imagining here is, uh, you know, a pretty tense party, which I would just say maybe you shouldn't be having those right now <laughs> um, in Tennessee where cases are sky high. But let's let's assume for a moment this exists in a, in a different reality where it would make sense to be doing that kind of thing. Um, the idea is that you've got people sort of in warring factions – and let's just say they're talking about the number one political issue of the day. That's right, folks. Did Donald Trump cheat on his wife? Um, and we're going back and forth. Some people think he did cheat. You know, some other people think he didn't cheat. But one thing's for sure, we all care. And then somebody blows a trumpet. A little. It's not a trumpet either. It's more like a whistle. It's a kazoo, actually, is what it is. It's a kazoo. Yeah. And we all look at the guy who blew the kazoo... And we all say in unison, how much money did you spend on that, you idiot? Um, we take him out back, we rough him up, we throw him in the dumpster. And then we've got the kazoo to ourselves, is what, I, what I'm imagining. You know, we're sharing the kazoo, I'm blowing the kazoo, handing it to the next person. They're blowing the kazoo, handing it to an old folks home. You know, they're blowing the kazoo, handing <laughs> it to... Slobbering all over it. Yeah, like a kid in the <laughs> ICU or something. So, I mean, that is fun to imagine, definitely. You know, and of course the... You know, the, the, the object here, the carrot that they're sort of dangling is that there's a product that can bring people with different political philosophies together, which, you know, is not only real, it's it's definitely something valuable as well. So it already I exists. It's called them. Twitter. Right. You know? The great equalizer, yeah, Twitter. So the real Donald Trumpet, 50 grand is what they want for this. 50 grand. If you, when you see it written out like that, it's actually, it uh, doesn't seem like that much money. $50,000? Hell. What's, the, what's that? What's that? I mean, I honestly. Love 50, I would love $50,000 right now. Yeah. That would be, that would, cha- that would change my life for the better. I would love to find, I would, let me get like a fucking, find an old painting or something. Right. I would love to find a bunch of money. I think that's my life's goal is just to stumble upon some money somewhere. Do you really think that manufacturing at scale a novelty kazoo could really turn your life around? No, I was just talking to myself about myself. Like, No, I'm saying wh- mo- I was trying to figure out what you would do with the money. Oh, I would buy all these kazoos, yeah. 
Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I don't even know what else. 50 grand. I mean, what is that? What else are you going to do with it? What, yeah. When I was saying the lotto earlier, I was thinking about doing a bunch of different kind of kazoos. Like you do the Trump kazoo where his hair flies off. Um, you do the Hillary kazoo where it's like, I don't know, like her sunglasses fall on her face from that one time she was sick. Um, yeah. Biden licks an ice cream cone when you blow the kazoo of him. Uh, what else? Ted Cruz. Was he the one who got really thirsty? Was that Ted Cruz that did that or was that someone else? That was Rubio. Okay, Rubio, you blow a kazoo and he drinks some water. I guess, what would Ted Cruz do? Just look like shit. Just look yeah. like dog shit all the he, time. So he doesn't do anything, so he just he just sits there. <laughs> wow. They have, a, they have a Twitter and they have uh, 13 followers on Twitter. Are they blasting their Kickstarter out? They are. They're doing some blasting, yeah. I reported one. I did actually report a, a Kickstarter project um on here and i wonder if we'll ever hear back i assume we won't hear back about it but it was uh really fucking nasty really fucking nasty the type of shit yeah they what was this i here. saw i saw something about it when you posted it what, 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 what is it well i almost don't even want to say it because fucking talking about it on here is is giving it legitimacy but i guess i would say Kickstarter has a lot of talking about it on our show is giving it legitimacy. Well, I just don't want, I mean, there's, there's no way to talk about this in a way that doesn't just just like reading what it fucking says on the page. Oh yeah. I don't want to read what it says on the page, but basically it's, it's a a guy who got his feelings hurt uh, about the book white fragility and decided to make a book uh, jabbing in the other direction. Uh, it's called Black Frailty, and you can see his, if you fucking search for that on Twitter, you see him spamming his link to all of the right-wing psychos out there, and uh, so I saw this, and it's, uh, I mean, it's just gross to see, period, but it's it's extra gross to see it on the Kickstarter page where they've blacked out their logo and done hashtag Black Lives Matter, and then right below that, it's like this racist diatribe of a fake book who isn't, I mean, they're not going to make the book, it's just a joke to them, I guess, but... Um, but I, actually, interestingly enough, I did go through and uh, I tried to create a project on Kickstarter just to see what the steps are because we've never done that before. Um, yeah, I did that because somebody uh, emailed in with a question that I was trying to answer, and I I went through and did that. And there is actually a point where they manually review every Kickstarter that goes on the site. Um, it says mm. you have to wait two or three days for them to review your Kickstarter before it's approved. So it's kind of interesting that Kickstarter does. They don't just do an ad hoc process where they wait for it for objectionable material to be posted and then reported, um, like Twitter does, for instance. They're actually screening all this ahead of time, so I think that adds an extra layer of, you know, uh, path- patheticness and, and and greed to the whole model. So they, they said this one was good, and the anime Nazi one from back in the day—that's good, also. Those are both really yeah. good. Well, that one now that to their credit, that one they explicitly said was good. Um, this one <laughs> this is one only, they just haven't commented on. Yeah, this one this one is just implied good uh, by virtue of their approval process. Um, but yeah, big stamps of approval on racism and union busting and everything else wrong with the world from the Kickstarter Corporation. So, cheers to them for that. Um, so that's the real Donald Trumpet, 264 bucks, uh, 50 grand. Um, one turd in a big toilet full of turds that is the Kickstarter website. Mike, um, you've got one more, though. And I think this one is going to be good, actually. So take it away. Yeah, I think this one might be... Uh, we've done thousands of projects on this show, probably, and I think this one, this is the one that's going to... 
Yep, turn it all around. It's called Dried On. Create awesome content from the driver's seat. One button captures the road, but also captures you, so you can create awesome content from the driver's seat safely. Now, why does this have so much money? I don't... This was one of the things that I, I looked at. I saw that it had a bunch of money. I... I mean, this is Woodridge just all over. It's smaller scale, but really one of the biggest head scratchers that I can remember. Dried On is, first of all, a best-in-class dash cam that records the road, keeps you and your car safe, and lets you save and share your videos. But it's also built for people, and people are inside the car. Now, that's how I've been doing wrong. I've been driving my fucking car on the outside of the... Sitting on the roof of the shit. Mike, were you Mr. Beaning your car? You spend hours every week in your car. I mean, not We anymore. spend a third of our lives in the car. It's time to share <laughs> that with the world. So. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I mean. Look. Drydance app has got automa- awesome automatic features and in-app editing features to ensure your content is totally unique. Content. I'm in my fucking car. I'm in my, I'm in my car driving to fucking work. I need to make some content. Do I not have enough content right now that you need to get me in my car too? Am I not doing you know enough content? You know whose fault this is? It's fucking James Corden's fault. This yes. goddamn piece of shit. I'm a Fallon guy, so I don't know. But yeah, it does say at the bottom here. <laughs> it says carpool karaoke. Drydon also comes equipped with a microphone. So when you hear a song you like on the radio, press the record button. And sing your heart out. Your video is ready to share the moment you've finished singing. Now, I I do not go on Facebook. Yeah. Um, I don't go on there. I, I'm i kind of wondering if it's like, is this, I assume this is what Facebook is, is like people posting videos of shit their kids do, and then no one looks at the videos because it's like, that's for you, not for me. I don't care. It's not my kid. But I talked to, I talked to my mom recently, and she was telling me about how she got into an argument on Facebook because she posted some... She posted some meme or something. My mom is like, she was like talking about how like, uh, I don't even know. I don't even remember what it was, but it was something fucking stupid and, and vaguely sure. pro cop. Right. Yeah. And one of, one of her relatives was like, uh, arguing with her. And I'm like, well, this is just what Facebook is. Somebody posts something and somebody else like argues with it. Yeah. And you guys just go back and forth until you, one of you gets pissed off. I mean, it's like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> it's just an irritation engine, right? Yeah. Hoping that you get pissed off enough to give it all of your data, and then they sell it to advertisers. I mean, that's not new information for anybody. But there there are there are billions of people out there who feel like the value of communicating or sharing on there outweighs the other, the negatives of the service. And, and I'm just, I don't know what the positives are, because to me, it's all this. It's people... Uploading an unedited clip of themselves in the car singing to the Frozen soundtrack, which clearly they're doing. If you could look at this GIF, they're obviously singing "Let It Go" in this GIF, right? Even you can't hear the song, but this is what they're singing. Yeah, "Let It Go," "Let It Go." He's doing it right now. I can see that. That's what they're doing. Awful. And then they just upload that. And it's like four minutes of them singing the fucking song, and everyone scrolls by and then does, like, a little weed emoji in the comments or whatever, and that's, like, the dope yeah, thing I mean, of what the day. The, what do you think? You're going to fucking record it, and you're going to go fucking mega viral or something? I don't know. <laughs> Somebody did. With the, I mean, the, level of, the level of enjoyment cannot be that much that you need to upload a fucking clip 
and install like a dash cam. It just, you can't you can't be squeezing that much juice out of this goddamn. Here, here you go. There's a commute time lapse. Commute time lapse summarizes your ride in 15 seconds. They got an automatic feature where, you know, you're on your way to work, and uh, then you can get back home after a long day at the office. Uh, plop down, put your slippers on, and watch your commute in just 15. Se- it only takes 15 seconds to watch your commute. So. I mean, at that virtual point. background. Add an awesome virtual background to your video so it looks like you're driving through a desert, space, or your favorite meme. Well, that would be, yeah. That'd be cool. Um, you can do a lot a ra- of fun. Well, you can also, Mike, you can also do a random clip of the day. Um, so it's using their smart algorithm. They can uh, choose a random 20 second clip of your car time and turn it into a video. And you can use the virtual backgrounds on there too. So. You might get a ping on your phone. You've got, hey, uh, the dried on uh, random clip of the day is here. And it's it's you just like uh, picking your nose. And then there's like some snow in the background, even though it's like summertime or whatever. So that's cool. Um, there's picture in picture mode where it shows uh, here's a guy driving his car and he sees a busker on the side of the road. And that's he's smiling at that. Um, oh, I'm sorry. No, that's split screen view. Picture in picture is where there's a little circle of you driving and they superimpose that over what the front camera sees. Or, you know, for whatever reason. And then, of course, you can automatically share that to all your social media accounts. You could probably do one that's like, so we could do like YKS at YKS drive, drive time YKS. And it could just be Don't where say that. somebody's going to make that. We just automatically s- send all of the clips of us driving our car to Drive time YKS on Twitter, Instagram, Pinterest, and people can check it out there. It's like, well, there's JF in his car. There's Mike in his car. I know exactly where that road is. I'm gonna find them. Yeah, that's good mm. too. Is that is that where your kids go to school? <laughs> Some fucking psycho. Uh, and you can have all this for the low, low price. Of 150, 200, 250, 100 bucks, whatever you want. Some it's, it depends on the amount of storage you want. It depends on the amount of clips of you for some reason making your significant other open up that fake can of peanuts with the coiled up snake in it. Uh, how much? I don't know. What does that take up? Probably depends on their compression ratio. I'm gonna say maybe 80 megs of space for the 15 I was second thinking clip. Eight, 80, 200. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah. get to see that. Um, and then if you do, let's see, 32 gigs. So, you know, you can do that like 400 times and then, and then you have to refresh your memory card or whatever. It's a, so. it's a, it's a fun dash cam, the social dash cam they, they're trying to make here. The now, social dash, cams dash are, cam. Yeah. Dash cams are great. I don't have one cause I'm poor, Oh my god! Uh, but they're fine. Oh my God. Mike, it's only a hundred dollars. I like watching the the road road cam videos and stuff where the people get into accidents or the asshole drivers and stuff. And then I look at it and I'm like, this asshole. And I click off. So you feel like you're a part of the team, really? Yeah, maybe this is for me. I don't know. Well, I mean, so it sounds like you already do enjoy car content. Carpool karaoke, yeah. I have a dash cam. Um, I have a dash cam mic and I... I have wanted to I've I've wanted to be able to use it, you know, in whatever situation that might occur like I mean presumably it'll just be like when I'm dead and then somebody can find out why I died is maybe no, the main No, no. See, it. the problem is that nobody's going to look at it because your family doesn't know how to use it. That's true. <laughs> it's just going to be on an SD card. 
in the burning wreckage of your fucking SUV. And your family's going to be like, well, we'll never know. Yeah. And you're screaming. You're fucking screaming. (laughs) Take the SD card out. Find out who fucking did it. Um, I, uh, but I did one time I did try to use it. We were driving down the road and I actually witnessed a crash. Um, it wasn't a deadly crash. It was just a, a normal incident. Um, it was like a, it was like a T-bone, but everyone seemed okay. Um, I saw it happen. I saw somebody pull out and then just didn't see somebody in the turn lane and just smooshed him. And then I, I, I stopped. I was like, oh my God, did you see that? And then I stopped, I pulled over, I went, I drove into a parking lot nearby to see if my video, if my dash cam caught it. And, uh, I, I looked at it I, and I, and then I realized it wasn't recording at all. And I was like, oh, <laughs> so I the came one home, time. I came home and threw it away because I was like, why do I even have this? This sucks. <laughs> the fucking one time you actually need it. <laughs> yeah. I've been walking, I've been driving around, like literally just thinking it was recording everything that was happening, you know? And then it was just, it was like off or something. So that's good. Um, that's so good. It's a great piece of tech that everybody should have in their car. And hey, if you can get social media in the car as well, why not? That's awesome. I want my Instagram app on my freaking, whatever you call it, infotainment system. I want to play iPad Tesla Angry Bird. Surely the company behind this is doing this for altruistic reasons. They just want to see you have a great time in your car. And yeah, there's no uh, ulterior motives to uh, the data it's collecting in the background or anything like that. So feel safe and secure getting this product. I love the idea of Dried Ink headquarters having those big monitors like they must have at Twitch and YouTube to see like what's like what's big right now on the platform. And it's just like a bunch of idiots in their cars like. This guy's fucking yank, yanking his shit, driving down the road. <laughs> He's got his Dangerous. old boy out. <laughs> Twenty five grand. Guess how much time a day you spend. Oh, did you have something you wanted to say? No. Go ahead. That's what. Right, <laughs> a lot. In that time, quite a few cool things happen. And get this, most of it is not captured on social media. Ugh. Well, thankfully, there's Dried On, a camera for your car that saves and shares those moments with one click. And it's got some sweet features. Here's how it works. When something happens, click this button. That's it. But wait, you say. How would I know to press it on time? I'm not a psychic. Well, you don't have to be. Dried saves the video 20 seconds before you clicked it and 40 seconds after. So you can easily and safely click after the moment and won't miss a thing. The video you made is instantly saved to the Dried app on your phone. Now just trim it and share it. It's like a rewind button for your life. This happens, press the button, done. Dried also has a built-in microphone. Hello, Carpool Karaoke. So when your jam's playing, press the button, sing, then share. Let it go, let it go. It can also take a selfie. Remember that button? Press and hold it. Three seconds later, you get a car selfie. Then there's our automatic boss features. Daily stop motion takes a picture of you every day and makes a cool one picture a day video. So really terrible stuff. The comments are interesting. We've got some people in here. Uh, one person in particular says, um, "This, this sh- basically this shit didn't work. Uh, they've done this before. They've had another campaign for the Dried Zero, I think it's called. Um, people are saying... Hey, you might want to check out their last campaign and check their comments because all of my comments on there uh, with my complaints on them were deleted. They're not on there anymore. Uh, they didn't fix the problem. They made me think it was my fault. Um, 
there's nothing wrong with their product, according to them. Um, someone says, I wrote it off as a scam because mine never worked, then came back and clarified and said, I'm not saying the project was a scam in itself. They did produce a product. I am saying that because the one I received didn't or wouldn't connect, that I, myself, just wrote it off as a scam for my personal records. Um, and then Dryad Inc. responds to that and says, thanks for the clarification. As agreed, as soon as you could deal with it, our support team will help you connect to your Dried Zero. So I guess they, my inference there is that they like wrote her and said, hey, you need to you need to go back on here and comment that it wasn't a scam or we're going to sue you. That's my we're guess. Offer, we're offering a refund only to backers who for some reason didn't receive their device. If the device works as advertised for thousands of backers, it will work that way for you as well. Yeah. <laughs> We can't possibly have released a bad product. There's nothing wrong with the sharing button on the Dried Zero. All the claims you made above were never mentioned in your support post. If you want to resolve it, just dickheads. I mean, just truly, dickheads. just give the just write off the twenty dollars in the product yeah. that you have, rather than pissing somebody off so they go fucking apeshit on your new publicly, campaign. Publicly pissing somebody off in the yeah. comments. Yeah, I mean, just saying in here that all of our products leave. I mean, nobody has a perfect. I mean, not even our friends at Apple. I mean, eventually something's going to be wrong with your product, even if it's a great Apple product, you know? I doubt it, but... I mean, yeah. Sure. products over there. 25 grand of 15 grand, 142 backers, 52 days to go. This one is going straight to the fucking moon. People love this idea for... Yeah. Reasons I'm just not... I'm not privy to. So, that's the six-pack, Mike. What do you say? Let's read an email. Okay, Mike. It's time to do this part of the show, which is read an email. Britta writes, Hey, boys. I noticed almost every Kickstarter has at least one backer who pledged $1, and almost none with zero. Why is this? Who is this one backer who pledges one symbolic dollar to doomed campaigns? Um, also, how do you manage to stay sane when listening to the same Kickstarter ukulele music in every single video? I want to claw my eyes out when I hear it in my only contacts with your show. Emailing instead of calling so my female voice is less grating to your 98% male audience. All right, look. We've got a lot of ladies who listen to the show, okay? we got a lot of folks of all different stripes who listen to the show. It's not nice, just... Nice save. It's not, it's not just... What do you want from me? Nice save. Look at this. This is so fucking dramatic, too. It's now dark in your house. Your house yeah. is dark now, and out comes Dark Mike. Here we go. Uh, I'm Dark Mike. What is going on? Is it storming? I think it's going to rain, man. Is it going to rain? Okay. Well, now we're really dating the show. Now people can look and see it. when it rained. Yeah. When did it rain, and when was the cake thing really popular? That's Now they're going to know when we record. Rain um, yesterday. The power went out. Yeah. And I was like, oh, no, oh, no. Looking at my phone, the, the percentage was going down. I'm just screaming, no, 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 no. I don't want to be alone with my thoughts. Having right. to entertain myself. Nightmare. But it came Power back on. Power came back on. Yeah. yeah. You so. were able to masturbate to completion. <laughs> gone. The rest of your day. 
So this is what I was talking about earlier. I did go on there and I created the, you know, the beginnings of a campaign to see what the actual steps were, because what I was really curious about was, do you, do they just actually start you with a dollar? I mean, I, that thought really ran through my head. Yeah. Do you just get started with it? Do they just say, hey, we're going to charge your card for a dollar just so you know? And so it looks like it's like starting the tip jar, you know? What was um, your campaign? I did. What was I, your... I truly did not even get to the point of typing anything in. I just clicked start a campaign. And then when all of the shit came up where it was like 10 different things to click on and fill out, I was like, all right, I've done enough. Look. Yeah. What else do you want? Most of the emails are like, what kind of sandwich would you be if you got trapped by a crazy wizard? Like, I'm not doing all this work for a, you know, I don't know. Let me just say mustard and then go to the next fucking thing. I don't, I don't have anything to say about this. So I, but I did try and they, I don't think they start you out with a dollar, but I did find something interesting, uh, Mike, which is, this is an article in venturebeat.com. Um, and this was from 2018. This is, this says, Backer kits the creative fund will give one dollar to every Kickstarter campaign. Do you 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 know Backer Kit? It's on these things all the mm-hmm. fucking time, right? Yeah, yeah. So Backer Kit, I think, uh, it says here is the software that helps manage the logistics of a crowdfunding campaign, which is exactly what I was about to say. But basically, it's the thing you sign up with when you start a campaign, and it like helps send out emails to the people. So they can fill out a survey that gives their address if you're sending them something physically or they can like put what size shirt they are or any of that other kind of shit. Um, kind of seems like something Kickstarter would have baked into it, but it doesn't for whatever reason. So backer kit exists to take more money. And um, this, this is very strange. I had never heard of this before. So they started this thing called the creative fund and the goal of the creative fund was to pledge $1 to every project on Kickstarter. Um, It says, $1 doesn't seem like a lot, but it's just a start. BackerKit co-founder Rosanna Yao says this is more of a proof of concept to see if their community is willing to rally around the idea. She and co-founder Maxwell Salzberg have set up a Patreon, a monthly subscription service that enables people to support creators directly. All the donations they receive from that platform will be distributed among Kickstarter projects, and the goal is to make sure all projects have at least one pledge. And... That's really uh, stupid. That's, I mean, that is really stupid. That's, that's, I mean, what's that? That is maybe one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. Simultaneously endorsing all of the dumb shit on Kickstarter and the amount of $1. What a useless idea that is. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> off the charts stupid. Yeah, if it gets the name out there, huh? Maybe that's what they're trying to do. No, it's just advertising. Free advertising. In fact, they're making money advertising. Their Patreon. 42 patrons, $107 a month. So they could, I mean, they could back $107 or the 107 Kickstarter campaigns every month with $1, which there's a lot more than that, sure. But it's not several orders of magnitude more than that. I mean, they're in the ballpark. I think it maybe puts them in the unfortunate situation of backing a lot of scams and evil shit that Kickstarter lets onto the page. But I guess that's their prerogative. So... Maybe that's why a lot of them have $1, is these weirdos are are backing everything with $1. I don't know. Also, you have to. I think you have to back with $1 if you want to comment. So sometimes if you put something on there that makes someone mad, they will give you a dollar to say it sucks, and then they'll do a chargeback or something, right? Yeah. If it's like a dollar and it's not never going never gonna to come to fruition or something, yeah. you can just say whatever you want. You it ultimately doesn't fucking, matter. You'll get your money back, yeah. Troll so. the shit out of them. I've paid a lot more money to insult people over the years, so 
Um, maybe, maybe worth your time. Maybe just maybe get a couple bucks together and go on there and just start ripping people a new ass. I mean, we're doing it for free, but I don't know. <laughs> anyway, Mike, that's the show. It's about to storm. Let's do the classic thing of shutting our PC down. Okay, making sure it's completely discharged, unplugging it from the power strip, okay? Yes. Just to be safe in case the lightning comes through and messes up our computers, and then we get all sad because they're our friends, okay? <laughs> so we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye-bye. I'm glad it's raining. We need it. Hey guys, uh, I think the reason that Mike did not play Pokemon as a child is because he is red-green colorblind. Red and green being the Pokemon versions that came out in Japan. Not really sure what would have stopped him. Haven't worked that part out yet. I just thought it was kind of funny. Okay, thanks. Other show. Bye.